couple of preachers you'll ever meet. Amen. I had a mic the other day that was working, had it on mute. It won't talk a lot when it's on mute. Believe y'all right. Believe y'all right. Let's go to Matthew 11. I thought whether we realize it or not, I was just teaching there in Sunday school, and uh, your life for mine or my life for yours. Anyway, you won't turn it around. But that's what church is about. We are praying for one another. We are one body in Christ. There ain't no big eyes and little used. Bless God, we're all going to stand before God, give an account of what we've done, whether it be good or bad. I've been, I'd like to feel sorry for myself uh, the last week or two. It's been a tough go. Unless there's a miracle from God, I'll never talk no better than I'm talking. And I'm pretty sure unless there's a miracle, from God, I'll never be no younger than I am right now. <laughs> Amen. So, y'all just look at me of what we got, and God has blessed us 48 years to stand before Mount Vernon Church. So I'm sure some of you knows how many hairs on my head, and how much longer I'm going to be here, and what I need to do, and what I should have done, and what I ain't done. But still, we're going to stand before the same God. I thought as sickness and trouble come to Mary and Nam's house, his, his daughter and her husband, part of the time he loves it up here, but drives all the way from Benson to come up and sit beside a mom in church. I thought the harlot had a need in her life. The spies had a need in their life. So your life for mine. I'll, uh, I've said it to many people. Uh, I'll trade prayers with you. You pray for me, and I'll pray for you. We're going to win, and this is a simple, simple message. I praise the Lord. I've had the awfulest battle. Amen. Trying to get a message this week. I think, my Lord, you done took my voice. Now, God, you ain't going to give me a message amen I'm just like the rest of you we're questioning God the devil's got some on the run this morning hey let's don't join in that race still running in that race and I thought our young'uns are leading our thoughts amen our young'uns uh, if we're not careful some's mom and daddy is leading them some's cousins tell them where they need to go to church this morning I'm in church where God sent me. Amen. As long as God leaves me here, I'm going to do what God would have me to do. Amen. Haley, come on. Haley needs to be prayed for this morning. You fellas, come on right now before I forget this. Our children are, are in need.
Praise God. Lord help. The eleventh chapter. Amen of Matthew. Just bear with us. Love you. Appreciate you. From the lips of my heart. It's going to get better, honey. It ain't always going to be this way. Amen. God's going to take care of our problems. We may have a battle. That I knew I knew when I started pastoring Mount Vernon Church that my battle was changing. And I just prayed, God, give me strength. Give me courage to finish this race. To be a light and example to a lost and dying world. Amen to a church that's not excited. Amen. The church world ain't excited. Ain't excited today. The twelfth, if nothing happens, by the grace of God, about six thirty or seven, we'll set a time. Uh, Justin and TJ is going to be ordained. Amen. To go out and to preach the gospel. So just pray for him. Be much in prayer about that, and pray for uh, Melissa's mom and daddy. Pray for Jackie. They found found out he's got infection on the bone in his foot. God knows. God knows. Amen. Eleventh chapter. I'm going to preach on the yoke of the Lord. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, if we'll get in the yoke of the Lord, the devil won't bother us. Amen. He can't tear us down. He, he may peck on our heads, but I'm going to tell you what. We're tempted when we're drawn away of our own lust. When we see things that the flesh wants and we get out there dabbling around in the things, that's why the jails are full. That's why Butch had to go to Alabama and the boys. That's why they're building 200 more cell blocks in, the, in North Carolina, in Surrey County. Amen. Because we want to satisfy the flesh. I dare say there's not a man in Alabama prison or in Surrey County jail that's in there for worshiping God. We're in there because we wanted to satisfy the flesh. We got empty pews today because they want to satisfy the flesh. Don't want to walk where God wants them to walk. I'm going to tell you something. I found out, and the Bible said, the way of the transgressor is hard. I found out when the battle comes my way is when I want to get out of the yoke of God. When I get out from under what the Word of God said, honey, as long as I'm in the yoke of God, as long as I'm in the will of God, He takes care of me. He pulls the love. But when I get in self, honey, that's when my problems come. That's when my heartaches and my hardships come. The first verse in the 11th chapter of Matthew and he said it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of the commandment commanding his twelve disciples he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Amen. He laid out a guideline for the twelve disciples and told them how to go. And Jesus turned and he went into the cities to preach himself to tell them what they need to hear. We'll jump over to 20th verse. The 20th verse of Matthew. And he said, and he began to upbraid them. The 20th verse of the 11th chapter of Matthew. And he said, he began to, 
Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. Amen. Jesus himself, I mentioned it last week that he was an austere man, and he said he went into these cities where most of his mighty works had done. And the Bible said, I guess Jesus maybe was a smart aleck. Amen. But he upbraided them. He scolded them. He reproved them. And he said, all of these works that's done here, if Sodom and Gomorrah, if Tyre and Sidon had seen these works done in this city, they would have been spared on the great works that God has done to these cities here in the coast, Bethesda and another city. And I thought about America, and I've been in several, several foreign nations. I've been in Jericho. I eat, I eat fish in Jericho. Had a lot of fun in Jericho. I ate my picking, and I fed the old cat and bones and fish was full of bones. Amen. I took them fish bones and I laid them under the chair. We was in the outside cafe in Jericho. Next thing I know, there's seven cats under that fellow's chair. He said, where in the world is all of these cats coming coming from? Amen. They come to eat them fish bones that preacher Bill couldn't eat. Amen. So we can still have, we can still have fun for the glory of God. And I thought about Jesus was aggravated because he come to that city and he preached and he preached and he healed and he seen mighty works done. Amen. And they turned their back and they rejected God. They rejected the work of Jesus. And I thought about all the countries that I've ever been in. I need to count them, count them up where God has allowed us to preach and to be with the people. And I've never seen a country that had the gospel like the United States of America. It's on the radio. It's on the signs. Hey, we got Bibles laying everywhere. They're preaching in every every corner. They've got radio stations. they got TV. we got satellite. we got cell phone. we got it in every dire- direction as Jesus coming to us. And you know what we're doing? We ought to be shouting the housetop down. I glory to God. We're rejecting the word of God. I thought... Old Jack Moore said it many of a time, and I've thought about it since I lost my voice. He said, I'd give anything if I could preach one more time. I'd give anything if I could be Bill one more time, if I could be what, what I one time was for the glory, glory of God, if I could be a young man carrying the gospel one more time. But I can't. we got to take what we got and give it for the glory of God. My friend, we don't need to reject of the power of God. We don't need to reject the conviction of God. I want you to listen to what I'm telling you today. And it may, may make you mad, but that'll be all right. That'll be all right. I'm going to tell you we're letting our schoolwork hinder our work from God. We're letting our families hinder us from the work of God. We're letting this hinder We're letting sports. Amen. America today is either up, eat up with sports. Today we're being led by everything. I thought, and I lose right there. Amen. I thought, glory to God, God ain't first in our life. We're not yoked up with God. Maybe when we were playing ball on Sunday, 
We're not yoked up with God. God ain't at the ball game on Sunday. I know he said he's everywhere present and nowhere absent, but he don't dwell in a sinner's life. And that makes us mad when we say that. It's a crying shame that we call ourselves Christians and we're not established enough to know we need to be in the house of God. Amen. We run from one place to another because we're invited here and we're invited there. And another said, we come be with me. Where has God invited you? God has invited you into his yoke, into his house, into his work for the glory of Almighty God. We have rejected God and Jesus come to upbraid. He upbraided other cities. And he said, and he began to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done because they repented not. And he said in 21, Woe unto thee, Corzan, and woe unto thee, Bethsaida, Bethsaida, for the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon. They would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Honey, glory to God, if the world had seen the mighty works that was done right here. I thought about uh, in Cuba, you could give an invitation, honey, and they just sprawl out in the altar on the ground with old board seats, some sitting on center blocks, some standing outside of the windows, honey, but they fell out. I remember in 75 uh, in Jamaica, honey, and glory to God, uh, they would just fall, fall out in the altars and the floors would be full uh, because they repented of the sins that they had done. They didn't have fine houses. Most of them walked to church. Uh, they didn't have cell, cell phones. Uh, they didn't have the avenues uh, we got. And they were excited to be in the house of God and revival break out in their soul uh, and they repented of their sins uh, uh, today when the conviction power of God falls on us uh, we want to take a pill and ease it down hey, I remember I remember a girl amen sit right back there and her mama's dead now and mama wiped tears kept her from going to the altar uh, uh, we give them a pill for their anxiety let me tell you about our anxiety. If we'll come out from among the world and be a separate people, God will touch us just like we are. We may have problems. Uh, we may have things. Sister, look to God every direction you can. It don't matter where, where you're at. When the problem comes, bow down and call up on God. Yoke up with God. Give God everything. Give Him everything. Uh, uh, your thoughts, your mind will want to be with the young people, but the young people today are dying and going to hell because they've rejected God. We can't fit in the crowd because we're patted on the back. Don't mean we're fitting in. Don't mean we're all right. Honey, we need to get, get right with God. Amen. We need to stay right with God. Pray for us this morning, church. I want to be here to help you. I, I, the Word of God has been preached in Mount Vernon Church. Uh, the, the Word of God didn't tell you you could go live in sin, do whatever you want to do, and still go to heaven. God has told us the truth. You know what we've done? We've rejected the Word of God. 
Amen. And he said, but I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, listen to this 23rd verse, what the word of God said. And he said, thou, Capernaum, which are exalted unto heaven. And it tells us in Revelation, said, we set a queen, a city set on a heap that can't be brought down, that we can't fall. America today, and we have taught our children, amen, that they won't have to live like I lived because they've got a fine car they've got to have. They've got everything, and they won't have to fall. And we've got a nation uh, today that's exalted. I've been to Capernaum. Honey, I walked her around the foundation of Peter's house, and Capernaum got exalted. Capernaum thought, we can't fall. They heard the word of God. They had Peter there. They had the Sea of Galilee, and they had boats where they could go out and fish. And they had other countries that would come in to them to buy food, to get fish, to have what they got. And America is the same, same way. We're an exalted nation, and we think uh, that we can't fall. We think that we can't uh, get out of God's will. We think that the doors of God's house can't be shut in America. Can I tell you, when God withdraws his spirit, because we've rejected him, the doors of his house will be shut. Honey, I thought about as I walked on the foundation. I went up the steps uh, that they said was Peter's house. Amen. Where Peter's uh, mother-in-law lived. And I walked up those steps and there wasn't no building there. It was just a, a foundation. Uh, it could have been a great place. But they got exalted uh, and war and troubles and Satan took his, God took his hand off of it and turned it over to Satan and the big buildings uh, fail. And you say ruin after ruin after ruin of city in Israel where God took his hand off of Israel and destruction failed. Can I tell you why my house is standing today? Amen. Because God has kept his hand on it. Can I tell you why I'm here today? God has kept his hand on it. I wish I could shout today. Honey, God has been good to this old man. I'm nothing good that I have done. But God's kept my family together. God has given us one vocal cord that's still working. God has given us the word of God. Every down in my soul. I know my name's written in the Lamb's book of life. I know without a shadow of a doubt if I'll hang on to Jesus. I got a brand new body. A brand new house. A building up with hands eternal in the heavens. I know, glory to God, the river of God flowing out from under the throne of God. Glory to God. And on every side, the tree of life and leaves for the healing of the nation. It's the promises of God. But what the Bible said, for me to yoke up with God, yoke up 
with God. I've got to yoke up ever with God. I've got to walk with God. It ain't just because I'm a old, I'm going to heaven. We look, and I went in to nursing homes many years ago preaching, and I thought as a young man, how can I preach to these old people? Because I respected old people. Every old person ain't saved, neighbor. Respect them, honor them, but they ain't saved. Every old person ain't saved. Every old person don't know God. So many are hanging on to tradition, to old ways and old wives' tales. Every old person ain't saved. The Bible said everyone that says, Lord, Lord, ain't going to enter into the kingdom of God. We need to know today that we've been born again, that we're still yoked up with God. Let me hurry. But I say unto you, no, well, 23rd, and thou Capernaum, which are exalted. Is America not exalted today? I remember, and it's been several years, and by the way, what happened to that preacher? He finally took off with another woman, lost his church, and I don't know where his soul is today but I remembered I sat down because we'd went to sing and had a guitar amen I tried to play a guitar just like I do now amen and got a preacher come in in a fine suit and brought him to the front and took my seat I went back to the back and sat down and that's fine I'm just as good in the back seat as I am up here it'll make a, a better difference to me but glory to God I thought how we're a respecter of person how, how we like to fix things to ourselves how we are exalted that's what he said about Capernaum and thou Capernaum which are exalted unto heaven shall be brought down to hell that's what the Bible said. We've exalted ourselves to heaven and said, look at us. We are a nation uh, sitting on a goat. We got all, we got everything. We got the greatest army. We got the greatest nation going, and we can't be whipped. We will beat them out. Uh, it can't come like it's happening in, in Ukraine today. There ain't no earthquake going to strike us like it's striking in Turkey today. The floods in North Carolina ain't going to come like they're coming in California today. And there we said, we're living so good and exalted ourselves. I'd like to tell you what you are, just exactly like I am. You are a little clay of dirt. Glory to God. You come from the dust of the ground, and you're going to go back to the dust of the ground. Can I tell you something? Uh, we better be yoked up with God. We better know our name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The stuff that we've accumulated and worked our fingers to the bone and laid out of church and missed and ain't went and visited and ain't give our testimony and ain't told somebody oh we love them I told I told the church last week if we would I think I said Jeremiah but it's Joshua Joshua too which said he's going to teach on that amen and I said let's try to go to Ahab to 
to the harlot's house. Rahab the harlot's house. Let's try to visit somebody that needs Jesus today. Everybody that's lost needs Jesus. But I'm going to tell you something. There's some people sitting at home. That's Christian people that need to be encouraged by the people of God. They need to know Mount Vernon is still a wide open. They need to know the church doors is still open. That somebody is praying for the them. Neighbor, I need prayer in my family today. Hallelujah. And he said, and brought shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which had been done in thee had been done in Sodom, he would have remained until this day. That's what the word of God said. If the mighty works had been done in Sodom, amen, he would remain today. Amen. So he said, you exalted the heaven, you're going to be brought down to hell. America is an exalted nation. We've left our first love. We forgot. I thought 54 years, and it's taken everything in this old man's body to stay halfway spiritual, to read God's Word, to understand. And I ain't where I have been. I ain't where I I can't get back, seemingly, where I have been. I'd preach at a drop of a hat. Shout in a minute. I can't even sing Amazing Grace no more. But I can't throw in the towel. It ain't no place to quit. But he said, but I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. What what he's saying there, it's going to be easier. He's going to tolerate Sodom more than he's going to tolerate Capernaum that's lifted itself up to heaven. The United States of America that's lifted itself up to heaven. There's going to be more toleration or more tolerable for Sodom, a man that's destroyed because of Sodomites, because of gays, because of sin, amen, than it be for Capernaum. And America is exalted above what Capernaum was in that day. Exalted far above. I rode down the road the other day, and I looked. It ain't just houses on the hills. There's mansions, and there's more put into a fence built around the house today than we used to build our old stick houses for. Amen. We've got exalted. I'm going to tell you something. It's going to take more uh, than a wooden fence or a block, block fence or a steel fence. More than that to keep the Spirit of God in and Satan out. Can I tell you something? I need to be yoked up with Jesus. I thought about, and I hadn't seen a, a yoke in a long time till I was in Cuba, but I saw the old steer yoked up to a wagon. And the old steer would pull the wagon. It had car tires on it. But I thought that yoke keeps me in God's will. That yoke, I need the yoke of God around my neck. The Bible said in one place to tie it around our neck. We need the yoke of God on us that we won't get exalted. We need we need a remembrance of where we're at. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day than for thee. And at that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father.
Thank thee, O Father of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. I'd like to tell you something today. Church, I need to hurry on this message. But I need to tell you something today. When I didn't have nothing, I was more humble than I am today. When I wondered, and I saved, but when I wondered, where's my power bill going to come from? When I had one car, amen, if it didn't crank, I didn't know how I would go. I was more humble than I am with two sitting in the driveway, with bread in the cupboard, and milk in the refrigerator. Neighbor, can I tell you something? We've got exalted. We've got exalted. 26. Even so, Father, for so it seemeth good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever of the Son will reveal him. That's plain to me, and here comes the message in the 28th verse. Honey, if God don't reveal the Son to me, I won't know him. If the Son don't reveal the Father to me, I won't know him. Can I tell you something? I don't have anything on my own. God may reveal himself to me through one of the preachers or one of the deacons or one of the lay members. I don't know, but God's got a way of revealing himself. As the harlot, amen, somehow or other, she heard the word that God was going to destroy Jericho. She heard the word the walls were going to fall. She recognized. Why don't we today recognize? Why don't we recognize what God has sent to us? Here's the message. 29th verse. 28th verse. Come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden. Our little sister this morning was heavy laden. I probably couldn't even carry the load she's got. But that's her load. What did the word say to her? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I'll give you rest. How many have said this week, probably with me, I told Janet, I said, I'm so tired. I ain't got no strength. I got some things I need to do. I just can't do it. Go visit for two hours. Come in and fall over in bed. What did the Bible say for me to do? To take his yoke upon me and learn of me. He said, I'll give you rest. I'll give you rest. So what are we doing? We're wearing ourselves out doing something else. We're wearing ourselves out. I was hoping Larry wouldn't be hoarse at the ball game yesterday so he could holler today. So he could holler out for me today. That he might help push me through. Every now and then, a little amen does a good job. Come unto me, the Bible said. I thought... And I've said this verse for, for two or three days over in my mind. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. And he said in 29, take my yoke upon you 
and learn of me. The Bible said, pick up our cross daily and follow him. And that's not literally a cross that you can see with your eyes, that you go down the street to show people you're carrying your cross. They do that in India. They do it in some of the foreign countries to be seen and go down the street. But he said, pick up our cross, which is the word of God. And some of it is heavy. Some of it's a load. But he said, I won't put more on you than you can bear without making a way of escape. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest under my soul under your soul you'll find rest your body might still be tired but honey you can find rest to your soul can I tell you something today and I'm going to look at us that I know honey there's not much rest in our soul today there's trouble on every hand I, th I thought, and I probably, I probably shouldn't say this, but it aggravated me, so I'm going to say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Roughly 2.30 Thursday morning, I was in bed, Janet was in bed. She just had her face, she was in pain where her face had been burnt, trying to burn out cancers. I was give out with cancer. Scotty was in bed, and the flashlights went shining through my windows, banging on my front porch, shining in the living room, shining in. I thought, what in the world? Some of my people's wrecked or heart attack or something. I finally found my sleep pants and went to the door. I said, what's going on? The sheriff come to me. He said, you Bill? I said, yeah, I'm Bill. I thought he said, Shots being fired. Have you heard the shots being fired? I said, I ain't heard nothing. I'm trying to sleep, man. What he said, he said, the neighbor called in. And he said, you've been flying a drone over his house. If I never move, he said, you've been flying a drone over his house. And he can't sleep. Do I look like a drone pilot? <laughs> At 2.30 in the morning. There's two little Jack Lake deputies. They're going to quit shining light in my house. Yeah. I said, man, I, I'm an old man. Got cancer. My wife's in there. Bed and come in here and wake me up at 2.30 in the morning. Because some drug head yeah. called and said, I'm flying a drone. That's what's wrong with our nation today. I'm not lying, y'all. Yeah. I laid there the rest of the night. I, I tore up my heart was just a fluttering. I thought, cold and direct, somebody in church is hurt. Somebody's sick. What do you think when they come wake you up at 2.30 or your phone goes off? Satan's out to kill steal, and to destroy, and he don't care how he brings it to you. If y'all ever see me flying on a drone, holler at me. <laughs> holler, I've missed the mark. That's where we're at today, church. <clears throat> Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, 
for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. That's what we started out with this morning. The way of the transgressor is hard, but the Word of God said, my yoke is easy. So the battle that I'm in today, amen, ain't God. The battle I'm in today, the yoke of God is easy. The battle that I'm in today is trying to fix things outside of the yoke of God. Try to fix things my way. Try to bring things back under my control. Want things my way. That's the burden I'm having today. I need to read to you over in Acts. I'm going to try to hurry. Galatians says, and I wrote this down. Galatians 5 and 1 said, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty whereof Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. That's Galatians 5 and 1. Honey, we've not stayed in the yoke God give us, but we went back and got entangled in the things of the world again, if we're not very careful. I'm going to read some in Acts. Acts 2, let me find it, Acts 2, uh, 36, listen to what the word said, Acts 2 and 36, therefore let all the house of Israel know it is surety, this Peter talking to them, know assuredly that God hath made this same Jesus, whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. He said, Israel, know for sure that this, this Jesus that you crucified is Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And I've preached this before. Men and brethren, what shall we do? The 38th verse said, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So what he's saying there, I glory to God, if we need to repent, that we have crucified Jesus. We're the one that's brought him to an open shame. We brought the church to an open shame. The Bible doesn't say it. Be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah. More tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah than for us that have rejected the word of God. And the Bible said for us to repent. For us to come back. Come back to God. He said for Sodom and Gomorrah would have repented in sackcloth and ashes if they'd have had the same gospel preached to us. There's nothing else God can do for America. He's brought the gospel. He's brought some of the finest preachers across our land that's ever been brought anywhere. Understanding of the word of God. A word that we don't understand. In the Bible, we've got dictionaries. We've got our, our phones. We can go look up on Google and see what this means. We are ignorant today of the knowledge of God because we've chose to be ignorant of God's word we've put more into our work more into our house more into our car than we have God 
the Bible said, and I'd have to look it up. But he said for us to consider Christ. That went through all the contradictions that he went through for us to consider him. Lest we grow weary and faint. If we can't see what Christ went through for us, the Bible said we'll grow weary and faint in our little problems. My problem is little, church. This is just common to man. These little things, this ain't the first throw operation. This ain't going to be the last throw operation. This is just common to man. Cancer's hit. Henry, cancer's hit here. Cancer's hit yonder. But can I tell you, after death, the judgment. If you ain't right with God, I need to preach two more chapters and I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. Stand your feet. If we ain't right with God, if we ain't right with God, if we can't know that we're hooked up with God, I'm going to tell you, God will never lead you to the left or to the right. He'll take you down a straight and narrow path. God will take us in the right directions. i got one more verse, and I, will, I promise you I'll quit. But therefore... Why tempt ye God to put a yoke? The Lord is talking about, and I'd like to go back to the fifth verse, but I won't. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees which believed. They were believers, but they wanted to bring back circumcision. And he said, Peter said, Now therefore, Paul said this, Now therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples? which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. So the, the religious sect of the Pharisees want to put a yoke back on their neck. And he said they couldn't bear it, and the fathers couldn't bear it under the law. That's why grace come. Amen. said, so why put a yoke back up on their neck? Galatians told us plainly not to go back in to the yoke of bondage. I don't know what about you all, but I was bound by the yoke of Satan with drugs, sex, and alcohol that was taking me straight to hell. God delivered me. God broke that yoke off of me, delivered me from bondage, and saved my soul. But yoked me up with the Lord Jesus Christ, the night he saved, the night he saved my soul. He yoked me up with the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And if I go back in bondage, it'll be me that does it. It won't be nothing God done. He won't be letting, God won't be letting me down. It's because I've drawn away of my own lust. The Bible said plainly, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He said, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Where do we learn? In the yoke of, God, of Christ Jesus. When he died for your sins. The Bible said, don't be unequally yoked together. I'm glad that God yoked Janet and myself up 63 years ago. It's been ups and downs, troubles, but I'm glad that God equally yoked us together. Amen. For a helpmate to keep me where I need to be, to help ease my mind, 
Y'all need each other. Y'all need each other. Wives, husbands, you need each other. Listen to what I'm telling you. We need each other in Christ. We need each other in church. Y'all pray for me when I couldn't pray for myself. When they put me to sleep, I can't pray when they put me to sleep. You all prayed me through. You all called and checked. Is it all right? We're praying. We need each other. Children, need your parents. You need that instruction they're, they're giving you. And I'd like to say some parents that ain't, ain't here today, they ain't in church nowhere else, and they ain't where God wants them to be. We need to be instructed by God. We need to get yoked back up with God. Go write Jesus a check. See if it'll cover your sins. You want to get laughed at? Yeah. Go tell him how faithful you've been to your job. You want to get laughed at? Go give him some excuses I've heard this week. You want to get laughed at? Come, as God speaks to our heart. Page 44. 